This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible. Suicide Supporting the Aftermath is proudly brought to you with funding supplied by the Lions Club of Napier Host. Tell me what does it look like in heaven? You're listening to Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawke's Bay. This is a program called Suicide Support in the Aftermath, and it's my pleasure, as always, to have in the hot seat, in the studio, so to speak, Warren Brown from Star Wars. How are you going, Warren? Going well, thanks, Ken. Thanks for asking, and thanks for getting me in again. Oh, my pleasure, as always, and prior to coming to this program recording it, we've just been solving all the problems of the world, and we think, oh, we feel oh, as we do, anyway. as we do. <laughs> If only life was that simple. <laughs> now, before we start talking about today's topics, which are many and varied, just remind our listeners uh, you're part of an organisation called Staros. What is Staros? What's it all about? And how did it come about? Yeah, Staros is a, a local not-for-profit charitable trust that was set up by myself and a, originally by myself and another mum who'd lost a son to suicide. We both lost sons to suicide over the over the years. My son in June 2009 and Theresa's son in December 2009 as well. And the the trust is a, is a if we back up a bit from a trust, about I don't know, five years from there, I suppose, uh, when we first met. And I'd, I'd moved down from uh, Tauranga with my wife and uh, went looking for a support group because I'd attended a support group in Tauranga and found that really helpful for, to meet other people who were trying to manage manage their lives after after what had happened to them, the same as me. And so when we moved, I went looking for a group, and there was nothing here. So when I met Teresa, we got talking and decided to start our own group, and so we did that, and we kicked it off in March 2012, and we've been holding support group meetings every week since then. I don't know if we've ever asked the question. How did you meet Teresa? Was it just a coincidence or did you fall together in some way? Would you think, oh, yeah, well, this, this is why we got together? Yeah, um, I was actually working at DHB mm. um, in IT at that stage. Um, I saw a, a news newspaper article and this lady Teresa was in it and she was going to run a – she's a midwife and she was going to run a half-day workshop at the DHB it was a, and it was called Safe Talk, and you know they, it, it's about you know how to have conversations with people who are, who, who may be struggling and, and that sort of thing. So I thought, oh, well, I should go to that and mm. have, a, have a listen. So it was it was there that I went along there and had a had a listen, and, was, and we got talking, and yeah, we had had a bit in common, and we decided to um, go from there. The rest, as to say, is history. It is. And this is a great segue into a couple of the topics that you wanted to talk about, and that is, uh, well, there's only one topic, really. It's been the same topic for the last two years, nearly, and that is COVID-19. And the effect or the impact that it is having on people's day-to-day lives, and uh, one that I hadn't given much thought to, but when you start thinking about it, so you think, of course, it has to have an effect on, and that is the effect that it's having on charity. So let's first of all talk about the impact that it's having on, uh, I don't know, uh, most people's day-to-day life. Well, it's definitely changed. I mean, like when we went into, you know, this this is from my point of view, when we went into lockdown last year, um, it seemed to be a different feel to mm. what it is now. I mean, 
the community as a whole seemed to be, you know, together. And, it's like a and, holiday, wasn't it? Holiday mode. Yeah, it was, it was a bit of a holiday, but everyone seemed to be on the same page yes. and, and wanting to support each other, wanting to help each other. Uh, it, it, to me, it seems different this time. There seems to be, I don't know, these, these split in angst. communities. There's and, a lot of yes, angst around. There is there? a lot of angst, yeah, and there's, um, you know, there's divisions and yes, and communities and people, quite and, right, and groups and stuff like that. So sort of friend against friend. Well, yeah, it's a bit like that. Mm. Yeah, it's it, it's a, it's a shame because. I mean, everyone's got a bit of stress in their life sure. with stuff going on anyway, and this is certainly, you know, front and centre at the moment, so it's just adding more of that yeah. to, you know, that bag of stuff that we carry around. And I think particularly if you're someone who is vulnerable to dark thoughts, maybe depression, you don't need that sort of stuff. You don't need people piling in on top of you for whatever your decision might be to... Well, let's you know, let's address the elephant in the room. Some people don't want to vaccinate for whatever reason, and some people do. And you know, I, and I think at the end of the day, uh, we have to respect each other's opinions, and um, we have to bear the consequences for our opinions. So, for instance, if you know, if I don't want to vaccinate, which by the way I am, but if I didn't want to, then um, I have to accept the consequences of my decision, which might be that I don't get to go to the rugby, don't get to go to the movies, don't get to go to the restaurants, whereas you have decided to do the whole thing, and you can go pretty much wherever you want. But, you know, I think we are still all in this together, aren't we? Well, you'd hope so, yeah, and, and we are. But, I mean, you, you, you're right, but there is, there's no middle ground, is there? No, there, there is no, there, not there, at there's, all. There's no compromise. You're either for it or you're against yeah. it. And, and is you know, it's like people just chucking stones at each other. It's, yeah. It's, 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 it's not an environment that's a fun place to be at the moment. No. And I think if we do wind the clock back to those times when the first lockdown came, the first lockdown was probably much more severe in as much as you could hardly move outside your house. Yep. But you're quite right, you know, and we've, we've told the story before that uh, people walking past my place down at Church Road there, everyone was laughing and, could, you know, how you going and something to have a bit of a chin wag with, of course, the two metres distance between each other and not breathing on each other. But it was a camaraderie, which I had never seen before. That's right. I have certainly not experienced it at all this time around. No, she's a she's a different kettle of fish. Yeah, this one because it's really biting into people's lives. I think, and they're, they're I think they're more depressed this time around because they don't actually see any light at the end of the tunnel, and that's very important, isn't it? Well, it is. I mean, and that's the whole thing around, you know, what we do. It's all about hope, isn't it? You yeah, know, there, there is hope there, and you know that light at the end of the tunnel, and and being able to focus on those those things that you enjoy in life and, and you've got something to look forward to and it, it, they just seem to be getting a bit further away at the yeah. moment, that's all. So what would you do? I mean, someone who's uh, got dark thoughts and this is on top of that, what would you recommend that we do to help those people? Yeah, I mean, as, as much as the doom and gloom that we've <laughs> just yes. talked about over the last couple of minutes, I mean, we do what we do, we, you know, we... we, we live our lives through the positive lens because we support people we care about people and and we want we want people to survive not only this but survive everything else that they're going through in their lives it's about being positive and 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 trying to help as many people as we can yeah. by being you know having that attitude and and trying to get into 
get people to see that there is there is hope there is a, there is a chance that you know things will get better yeah what you say sounds easy we know that it's yeah, not I, I know yeah but it's, yeah. Um, it hasn't been easy for nine and a half years Ken since no, I've been in this space and it, it's not going to get any easier but yeah um, if, if we if we don't try then what happens sure I 100% agree with you but it's, it's very much a learned process isn't it it is I yeah. mean you know probably if your son hadn't committed suicide um, it would be a different Warren Brown I was talking to you today because you know, you, you probably become very much more empathetic with people around you and uh, you know I know that it takes time to smell the roses more than anyone that I know and uh, you're the first person to go out and you know talk to people and that sort of stuff but yeah not everyone's like that are they no they're not and if it hadn't happened to me, you wouldn't be seeing me. No. I wouldn't be sitting here because yeah. I would have probably thought this is a lot of rubbish. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, you would. And, yeah, and we always say, hey, you need to talk about it. And, uh, but, but again, it's, it's a matter of getting people into that mindset where we do feel able to talk about it. We do feel able to talk about our feelings and you know, how we're getting on and how we're not getting on and what's good and what's bad. That's right. And it's not everyone's cup of tea. Not everyone wants to talk, reach, out, reach out and say, look, I'm struggling. Not everyone wants to do that, and not everyone wants to reach in and say, "Look, are you struggling? Yeah, you know what's happening with you." So for us, it's about trying to provide as many options as we can, opportunities for people to to maybe pick up on something that's going to help them. Yeah, you know, for whatever whatever that is, you know, whether it's a Rob Mukaraka show, whether it's a Trisha Hendry workshop, those sort of things. It's about providing as many opportunities as possible. To give people that that chance to just pick up on something that's going to help them. Yeah, and in some respects, also, it's probably a good idea to block out the news. Yeah, well, I don't actually. I don't blame <laughs> you myself. I don't. <laughs> I try not to watch it or listen to it too much now because it's same old, same old. Isn't yeah, it? I know. It's, it sort of brings you down. I mean, I met up with several people over the weekend, and uh, yeah, there was only one topic of conversation. Yeah, and. Uh, from the conversations that we had with people, oh, there was a social side of it as well, but uh, you know, there was not much uplifting to be said other than when you deliberately changed the subject and moved away from lockdown and you know, stuff's hard to buy and everything's expensive and it costs 90 bucks to fill up my Suzuki Swift and you know, inflation and there wasn't much good to say, no, actually. No, there's not. I mean, and, and the first thing you see if, you, if you're watching the or any news item, it's got big Delta outbreak on it. Yeah. And it goes on for about 50 minutes. I know. <laughs> and then, you know, like for TV1, for example, then you've got the, the sports news and the, the weather, that, which none of that maybe is. The weather's probably the most uplifting <laughs> thing you can watch. And then they have a, this thing at the end called good sorts. So why should you have to wait 60 <laughs> minutes before you hear something good in the world? Well, sadly, because uh, bad news sells. But yeah, that, and that is a good point that you raise. That uh, I think you need to be, you know, keep in touch with what's going on in the world. But do we need to watch it six times out of seven times? You know, let's have one day a week where we maybe catch up on the news, but the other six times we'll let it go. Well, you're just going to be conditioned to it. Oh, yeah. Know. You know, that's just, again, that's same old, same old. You're not going to hear any good stuff out of it. No. And, and again, you know, I know that you want for mindfulness that day. Get out and about. Go for a walk. Oh, Go for a bike ride. I mean, Go I for mean, a run. Yeah. Chat with the neighbours. Being out in the natural elements are, is a good thing to do. We all, we all need those, you know, what the sun provides, you know, what, what the fresh air provides, all those sort of things. Yeah. Even if you can only drag yourself away for five or ten minutes a day to do that 
Yeah, absolutely. Get on the blower to someone. Touch base. Yeah, yeah. Well, not even get on the blower. Send them a text. Just contact Tune people. Tune in. You know, keep that contact with people. The, the worst thing we can do is to to stop that interaction, mm. that social interaction that we have. You know, I mean, we're human beings. We're, we're meant to communicate with yeah. each other. We're meant to share stuff and have opinions with each other and discussions with each other, arguments with each yeah. other, all that sort of stuff. But sadly, it's so easy to let that go, isn't it? You know, you sort of feel that you're safe within your own house. You know, you go to the supermarket once a week, whatever you need to do, and then you get back to your house. Oh, my God, thank God I'm safe. I'm here. No one's going to... I'm not going to catch the bug. Yeah, and, and, and yeah, some people actually feel like that. Yeah. And I, I think it's... I think it's a, <laughs> it's a terrible indication of where we are yeah and uh though I'm, I'm sure there is a light at the end of the tunnel maybe is it going to be this year i don't know um i suppose it's in the hand of fate and the government yeah i mean a lot of the time i think they're making it up as they go along as well yeah. but um and i mean we've talked about it before who'd want to be a politician oh, anyway yeah. I, <laughs> I don't envy the prime minister i mean uh, every time i see the prime minister she looks more and more tired but imagine yeah. i mean they're probably not much more knowledgeable about the situation than what we are but someone's got to say okay well these are the rules but uh, i think that for, we all need some something to look at and say that's the finite date yeah if if on this day we can say that's it almost back to normal level one I, i'm craving for level one i've forgotten what level zero is how do you spell that <laughs> what, what, what was level zero can you remember that was in the sort of the uh, the good old days wasn't it yeah, and it's it's difficult to see us at, at this point in time getting anywhere near that. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, we're going to have a song, and when we come back we're going to have a bit of a chin mag about uh, what the current situation has done to charities, the likes of Staros. So grass walking down the road. Tell me how long you gonna stay here, Joe. Some people say this town don't look good in the snow. You don't care, I know. Venture Highway In the sunshine Where the days are longer The nights are stronger Than moonshine You're gonna go I know Cause a free wind Is blowing through your hair Surround your daylight there Seasons crying, no despair Alligator lizards in the air In the air Wishing on a falling star Waiting for the early train Sorry boy, but I'm 
Back on Radio Kidnappers, the voice of Hawks Bay. This is the program called Suicide Support in the Aftermath. And as always, got Warren Brown in from Staros right here in Hastings. Have you noticed a bit of an upsurge in people trying to reach out to Staros because of this current situation? Uh, well, to be honest, we haven't, Ken. I mean, I mean, we, you know, the other side of that is we haven't got a lot of events going on as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, this time last year, we, we were starting to push out a few events that we had to postpone, of course. But yes. But we at least we are in the process of holding them. Yeah. We, we we were able to hold a couple of events in level two, I think it was. It wasn't flash, but at least we were able yeah. to do that. And then, as we got closer to Christmas, you know, we, of course we had that movie screening and that, and you know, we we had a fair bit on. So it was good to see people out and and being able to access that sort of stuff. Um, yeah. So and, you, you mentioned before we came to where that um, COVID's had a big effect on. Um, well, on our state of mind, but also on on charities. What do you, what do you mean by that? Um, yeah, and you know, obviously, we speak for us. Um, you know, we rely on our community supports us. Mm. Fantastic, we have a wonderful community here. They, you know, they're always supporting us and what we do. And and without them, we can't do what we do because you know, the donations, the fundraisers, mm. all those sort of things. You know, that helps us to continue to to operate. I yeah, suppose. Of course. Um, having said that, I mean we we started off supporting people, and you know we didn't become a charity for what is it five years, mm-hmm. and we ran that on the smell of an oily rag, yep. and it cost us nothing virtually, and we would continue to do that if if need be. But I mean, we had this the the last couple of years we've been involved with this. Um, fundraiser called the Hundi, mm-hmm. this emergency services relay, which we're the recipient charity for. And this year it had to be cancelled. Cool. Yeah. Because of the this COVID thing. So and straight away that means that our one of our major fundraisers for the year was gone. Mm. The other side of that is we've been very fortunate that virtually every team, all the teams Still went ahead with their fundraising efforts. Mm, that's great. It, it is, yeah, and and a lot of the teams actually did their own hundy on the on the day. Mm. You know, so yeah. they were only within their own in the sort team of bubbles, yeah. I suppose. But and I suppose in the end, we we still I think we got about two thirds of what we normally mm. get. It's which, a big drop. Which, 
it is a drop, but it was fantastic. Mm. I mean, it enables us to, you know, just keep our head above water a bit, bit more. Um, but we're not alone in this stuff. I mean, you may have heard about, you know, like uh, Cranford Hospice yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, the big like wine that. auction, yeah. The big wine auction, which I think they get a huge amount of mm. money for, and that was cancelled as well. Yeah. Um, we're in a shared office space with Acorn Project and Child Cancer Foundation and Acorn Project every year they do the mega walk. Yes, indeed, yeah. And that recently was cancelled as well. Yeah. Well, no multiple sclerosis. They do the uh, yep. that agonising steps across the hill, yep. which I've yep. done for years and years, and yep. they've had to pull the pin on that. So, and and I, and I also think that if people don't get to partake, I mean, like in your situation, you're, you're probably pretty lucky to get that sixty percent. Um, but most people think, oh, well, I didn't do it, so I'm not going to pay the money. Yeah. And you think, oh, well, I'll save it till next time. It'll be here next year. But in the meantime, those charities, they need that money to keep going. So what might you be suggesting to people, Warren, who would normally support you monetarily, who because they're not taking part in, the, in your gigs, how, how do they get to help you? How could they help you out? I mean, you know, people, if if they want, can still donate. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Know we're always open for donations. Yes. And, but just touch base with us and just see if there's anything you, you just don't know what it, what potentially people may be able to offer you and mm. you know whether and how small then you think it may be small but how anything you know may help yeah. is it mainly a monetary type donation that you're looking for in your organization or do people come along and say hey look i'm pretty good keynote speaker i could speak on your behalf or what sort of volunteer help are you looking for or do you actively seek out um, yes, I suppose any any business that wants to support us through whatever means, you mm. know, and and you're right. I mean, monetary is obviously very helpful. Yes, but you know, is it is it is it something like you know asking us to come in and talk to their staff yeah, or things absolutely. like that? The thing is for us is is about raising, keep continuing to keep our profile up mm. or raise our profile because we're still a you know, little, small, not-for-profit charity, who, and we still meet people who say, well, we've never heard of you. Yes. And we want people to know about us. We want people to contact us. We want to support people. And the only way to get our name out is, you know, as as many, many events, many opportunities, many word of mouth as we can. Yeah. So, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, even from our own point of view, we have been in Hawke's Bay for 26 years, since 1995. And uh, we are, during that time, we've had many programs, much like this one, on air. You know, they come and they've gone, some of them. But um, people still say to us, wow, that's funny. Never heard of you. Yeah. And then you think, wow, 26 years you've been here. You would think that somewhere along the line you'd know who your community radio station was. But, um, but then, yes, so how to keep flying the flag? Unless yeah. you spend a lot of money to go into other mediums and I, and I guess you, you, know, you suffer from the same problem that for you to put an ad in the paper every week just to keep you know, front and centre of people's minds that's a couple of hundred bucks every week that I'm sure you could use you know, that's right yeah it's, better somewhere else yeah yeah so uh, you know for us uh, that you know that word of mouth is a huge thing yeah. and where do people get you know where do people hear about you you know at events or things like that or 
maybe they maybe they hear us on the, yes. on, the on this program and and that's fantastic maybe they say oh maybe we can get star or some just have a chat about what they do yeah absolutely i mean we'll talk to two people in the room mm. doesn't matter because those two people you might get one of them will talk about it so absolutely right yeah, yeah. Well, we're just about out of time. Just remind our listeners, if we want to come and talk to you for any reason whatsoever, I mean, that's a great example, that uh, you can come to talk to people who work in our business and uh, put them on a straight and narrow and say, look, if you need help, there's help out there. But how do we get hold of you? Yeah, you can uh, uh, contact me on 027-286-4071. My colleague Sandra on 027-684-3033. You contact us via our website, staros.org.nz, and we've got a Facebook page as well. Warren, as always, my pleasure. You look after yourself. We'll talk at the same time, same place next time. Same to you, Ken. Thanks very much. Suicide, supporting the aftermath, is proudly brought to you with funding supplied by the Lions Club of Napier Host. This program was produced by and first broadcast on Radio Kidnappers, a community access media station. Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this type of programming possible.